0: Dwelling in the darkest depths of the mind. It's time for Mark D. Valenti and Brain Burrow.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Mark D. Valenti for Brain Burrow. This is one of our segments where we dig deep with our guest and really get a chance for them to talk about themselves, their motivations, their fears, their values, and uh, go from there. So, It is with great pleasure that I am going to introduce our guest, Crystal Cleveland, and start off with the big question, who is Crystal Cleveland?
0: Okay, so if this isn't the most difficult question in the world to answer, I don't know what is, but I guess I'll start with just the basics. I am a super huge horror lover, major fan, If you were to come into my home it would be very obvious I love well yeah I love all types of horror I like all genres of horror I like fantasy and sci-fi as well though I'm a huge Trekkie Ferengi for life yeah so so I'm I really am like a horror nerd as cliche as that sounds I don't know why I love horror I do not like romantic comedies, so I don't know what that says about me as a person. I know that everyone goes, oh, don't you love, no, no. Growing up, I always got, wow, you're such a weirdo. Why do you like that stuff? What's wrong with you? And I think it's funny because I'm like, well, red is pretty, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, (laughs) I like blood, I like red. I I like all of this stuff. I mean, I think about when I went and saw the most recent Halloween movie at the theater, And I'm sure everyone's seen it, so I'm going to give a little bit of a spoiler. But like when he steps on the head and like pops it like a grape, I laughed. Someone in the theater actually went, "I don't know why someone's (laughs) laughing about that." And I was like, "I was like, well, because it's not real."
1: What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So that's a big part of it. I was like, I do tend to find a lot of inspiration in horror. It, it's. I think it, it actually is one of the only genres that delivers in you know you know exactly what you're going to get. You know it could it's going to be bad, it's going to go bad places and so I guess with that anticipation yeah. it's satisfying. Yeah. I don't like these 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 comedy movies that all of a sudden throw in a death and then it's like <laughs> no. I don't like, mm. nice. I don't like that. I don't like it and I don't want it. <laughs> so Horror is my life, I guess. I'm realizing that's what I'm talking about the most. I didn't know how I was going to answer this. But, yeah. yeah. And I love the community. Isn't it the best community in the world? Oh, my gosh. I remember. Okay, so my first horror convention was Texas Frightmare. I don't know if you're familiar with it. But it's huge, massive. That was, that was like 13 years ago. And I'll never forget going there and just feeling like, wow. This is like home. The horror community like is so supportive. It doesn't matter how weird you are or, or what weird things you like. We all like love each, oh, just that's a big part of it. It's such a wonderful community.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for talking about that. And for someone who was unsure if she even had anything to say, it seems like you yeah, knew exactly had a lot. what you wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't know that that's what I was gonna talk about though. I was like, well, you know i like video games
1: too yeah I mean, it's yeah. okay you have yeah. you, already, already, already shared so much already which is why the show is called brain Burrow, right which is giving you an opportunity to sort of look within yourself there and i think so yes i agree with you about the horror community. see and
0: with look within yeah. yourself that makes me think of silence of the lambs
1: yeah so you're okay so tell me a bit about-
0: <laughs> everything everything <laughs> goes Meh.
1: Yeah, so you have a whole library there that's just uh, you're grabbing and just pulling out references left and right there.
0: Look within yourself, Moffitt. Yeah, yeah. That's I, mean, right. I don't know. <laughs> that's it's right. just it's I, I literally I think I'm like one of the only people who I really only watch horror mm. or sci-fi or fantasy. Like if it comes to anything else, I'm like I have to be forced, and then I don't want to. And then does it mean I like it or don't like it? Uh, mm-hmm. I just usually don't get anything from it. Hmm. I don't know. I wish I could really understand. I OK, so someone made this meme and one of one of the men um, in, in my podcast and who's also in my movie, Bill Mulligan, um, like pointed it out to me that I have literally said this. It's like, so it all started when I was five years old and watching The Exorcist. But really, I've actually said that. Wow. I remember when I was five watching The Exorcist? Yeah, my parents didn't care what I watched. They were very. They, I have six brothers and one sister, mm-hmm. and I'm the baby. Mm-hmm. And so I think by the time I came around, they were kind of over it all.
1: Right. <laughs> gosh.
0: They're like, oh, whatever. She'll be all right. That's she'll, right. She'll be okay. She's
1: on autopilot over there in the other room. Yeah.
0: There's...
1: Right. Got all those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> so it's interesting. Okay, so you're talking about where you—that's all you watch. But mm-hmm. when do you find yourself watching more than other times? are there specific triggers or are there specific times? Oh, that's a
0: good question hmm well I'm okay so I do the gruesome magazine podcast where we review horror movies and mm-hmm. so by default I'm forced to watch two horror movies mm-hmm. a week um, and they're usually they're always new coming to streaming or video on demand so that I'm forced to do aside from that ooh, that's such I typically when I work, I, I work as my day job. I know everyone's like, Oh, you have day jobs. Of course we have day jobs. Mm -hmm. We all have to support ourselves. Um, I am a graphic designer and so I work at home and on the computer and a lot of times I'll just play, you know, horror movies or whatever it is. I, you know, if I have the time short Mm. of short of working, i try not to watch as much you know i mean i try to actually do things mm-hmm. i'm I'm not a huge social media I, I really hate social media like i like it gives me panic attacks hmm. see i'm just thinking about it it gives me panic attacks to be on social media it is so overwhelming i feel like it's so unhealthy i hmm. feel like it's just i don't feel the need to connect in that way i don't i do it because i feel like in in the indie world it's It really is imperative that we have it because, you know, people want to see us, people want to reach out, people want to talk to us. That's so stressful.
1: Hmm. So why is it stressful? Why does it feel overwhelming to you?
0: Because I, a lot of it is that I know that I don't have the time to devote to people that they, you know, these people who are showing you love or sending you messages or like, I have like 500 to a thousand unchecked messages. Wow. And see, just, just the idea of that mm-hmm. makes me go <laughs> like in between both. Yeah, it's really crazy. But I know that I just simply don't have the time for it. Mm-hmm. So I feel bad
1: hmm.
0: about that. Like, I, I love people mm-hmm. as much as like hate people (laughs) i love individuals and i i love you know the people that are that are in this community and yeah so i don't want to like hurt someone's feelings or not make someone feel loved and it's not that i'm trying to avoid it it's that i just i got i've got my life you know
1: yeah well and i think that and again thank you for talking about this because it's not always easy to talk about the things that we wish we could do differently and so what would, oh, yeah. what would that mean though to you if you ended up somehow disappointing any of these 500 to 1,000 people that are writing to you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, oh God, that sounds, that sounds so ridiculous when you say it. I'm like, I mean, this is over the course of a long time. So it's not like it just... Um, well, uh, I, that's why I say I think I stress about it because in reality, I can compartmentalize and not deal with things. Mm-hmm. So I'm very... Very much that way. Like, I'm like, nope, goodbye. And nope, I'm not thinking about that. Like, I'm very, I'm a super unemotional, emotional person. Hmm. And that's what unemotional people do is we compartmentalize and then we, like, put it, put it back mm-hmm. so that we are unemotional, but it's it's still there. Mm-hmm. But so I don't think, I don't think emotionally I actually deal with that I think I just kind of put it away just put it in its nice little box interesting I try to explain it to people Mm -hmm. occasionally like on Facebook I'll be like you know hey this isn't that important to me I need you to understand that I don't think it's healthy for me for it to be important because I all you know I don't want to get so wrapped up in Mm -hmm because the more I spend on there the more time I spend on there the more I think I feel like I need to oh my god but they, but they made this awesome comment and, and I see it and I love it and then I want to show the love back you yeah. know I mean you know I, I want to give what I get that's but easier said than done sure you know
1: and sometimes it's just easier just to say all or nothing right it's either I'm going to be engaged fully and try to answer everything or say all right I'm going to take it yes. and put it aside
0: Yes, mm. uh, because then where's the uh, uh, where do you stop? You know, at what That's point? Right. I guess I could always say, okay, I'll devote an hour a day to it. Let's say if I did that. The reality is, I haven't even had the time for that. Mm. Like, I'll go days without getting on Facebook. Mm. I know people are like, what, what's wrong <laughs> with you? Uh, I just, you know, I mean, like when we shot my movie, I didn't even have service. Mm. Like I actually thought, I was like, oh, filming, and I like posted this. and I'm like, yeah, no, it didn't even post. It didn't even post until I like got back or something. I was like, oh. And everything
1: came at once. It was like
0: no service. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Interesting. So,
0: yeah. So that goes to show you how much I notice all of that.
1: No, I think that's, again, it's great that you're self-aware enough to kind of talk through that. And I'm also hearing when you're talking, right, I'm hearing you say, all right, I know I need to do this. I know I need to check this. But then you're sort of saying, okay, but I know that I'm not going to get too excited a lot to do. So I feel like almost two sides of crystal are arguing with yourself. So what's that about?
0: Totally. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the story of my life. Absolutely. Like, I, it, uh, you know, I guess if we were to see me as a teenager, people are like, oh, you know, did you do a lot of bad stuff? <laughs> Hell yeah, I was so bad. Oh, were you a follower? No, I led the charge on that stuff. <laughs> what a hot mess. You know, I'd be like, wouldn't it be funny if we blah 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 like horrible, horrible? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, and then maybe I'll feel bad later. Let's go jump off that bridge, like literally done stuff like that. Hmm. What is, you know, Mark? I don't know. I'm I'm pretty chill now. I'm pretty boring. I you know, as I'm getting older, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I just. I just feel like the most important thing to me right now is just taking care of, like, myself, my mental health, my, my job, Mm -hmm. my family, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I've realized in the past when I haven't focused on myself, then it seems like that's what has led to any, any real depression or any real sadness Mm -hmm. in my life. So that's what concerns me sometimes, you know, with social media. I think it's absolutely awesome and I love it for what it can be used for. I mean, look at us talking. We never, we wouldn't be talking. That's we would, right. I would know who you were. Right. We wouldn't have done the, that movie, that's you right. know? I mean, so it's freaking awesome, right. you know? I mean, there's so many beautiful things to it. I, I I think it's fascinating in this time of COVID with like people being forced to stay home mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are like, oh, miserable. And then I'm like, this has been fabulous for me. I, there's no place like home. I am totally Dorothy. I'm like, this is wonderful. I don't have to go outside and see people. But you know what's crazy? It's more, I walk out my front door and I have never seen so many families playing outside together, You know, riding their bikes together, walking together. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, I mean, since they couldn't do anything else, they were like they. I could see the bonding happening. That's right. I guess you either bond or you repel <laughs> at
1: that point. That's a good
0: when you're stuck.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's <laughs> a great point, and that's the second time you mentioned about community, right? You mentioned about the horror community, you mentioned about family mm-hmm. communities and connecting. Why is community so important to you? Uh,
0: I think that community is ultimately important. Important to us all in some way shape or form I think that you know if you are around people if you're around the right people they can bring you up and uplift you and enhance and enrich your mm-hmm. life and I think that's what we can all do for each other it's just unfortunate you know when you get involved with the wrong people, the wrong community. Then they can also do the opposite. Not that someone else controls your emotions or your feelings or anything like that, but you know, I mean, I mean, I, I, you know, I had, you know, I had kind of a jerk as a dad who would say really, well, I mean, he's still alive, but, but say really awful things to me, and getting stepping away from him when I did, and getting away from him. You know, you get that pressure released. Sure. You know, it's, it's important to have those around you that will love you no matter what and will support you and will be there for you. That's, that's what we're supposed to do as people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're supposed to come together. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who is this? I do. I absolutely believe that. But, but then it's all, you'll hear me all the time be like, I hate people. Mm. But no, it's not that I, that I actually do. It's just that you hear these stories of the things people do. And I'm just like, that's the real horror. You know, I mean, like it's depressing.
1: Yeah. So So what about that? Uh, is so depressing to you?
0: Um, people are horribly mean to other people like this is one of the reasons why I avoid the news is you know hearing about a mother killing her mm-hmm. child or it's, it's it's always this kind of stuff that or or a child molester or you know one of the reasons I fell in love with Dexter is because in, okay so I knew about Dexter before the show mm-hmm. came on uh, with the books but the first episode I was like oh, This is never gonna make it. It's gonna be because it's, it's too good. And then the first one they did was the ch- he killed a child molester, and I was like, oh, <laughs> so see, I'm totally cool. Whack whack whack. Let's get mm. you know. I like I like getting the bad guy. Okay.
1: No, I think there's. So, yeah. so
0: <laughs> <laughs> people always, like so people have always said you'd make a great you know detective, a homicide detective, and I actually considered that however there is a couple problems there are a couple problems with that and one i can't deal with anything that has to do with children mm. and that's part of the job i just cannot handle it because i don't have any problem i i've seen dead bodies i've i, I have no issues with that like i worked for a television station I'm like dragging them for the water it's so nasty mm. <laughs> anyway but like i'm okay with that but the children mm. the children mm-hmm and also, I don't know that I could stop myself from taking some vigilante justice. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, oh, you think you're a big man, huh? Think you're a big man. Hmm. Mm.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, you've seen my, my yeah. shorts, so you can kind of get yeah. an insight into my mind yeah. with that. And it's kind of a funny story because that came about from an article I read where a man had gone out on a you might have seen it, a man had gone on a couple dates with a woman and she realized, well, it's just, you know, it's not going to work out. Thanks. Bye. Well, he's like, oh, well, here's an invoice for half of the money for the dates that we went on since this didn't go anywhere. Exactly. Right. And I was like, ooh, really? Is that really what he did? And so that was kind of, I was like, yeah, I'll give you your money back and I'll shove it right down your throat. We won't say anything else about that. But that's kind of where that whole thing started. Because I was like, oh, that's real people. That's real life. Yeah. Mm." Expectations.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was clear that uh, you had a certain theme in the short. And I appreciated being able to see that. (laughs) Well, it's interesting. So where do you think that sense of revenge or retribution or justice comes from?
0: I think a lot of it is that i i like to defend the the weak the the downtrodden i really feel strongly about protecting children protecting the elderly protecting the mentally impaired i just feel like uh anyone who picks on on the little guy in any way shape or form is just a bully i hate bullies i hate bullies This is part of, this plays part into, obviously, of course, I think why I have such an issue sometimes with social media. I think it, I think what's crazy is I think that some people become bullies who maybe wouldn't normally because they're behind the screen. Like, I, I try in every way possible to be the exact opposite of that. I try to, like, uplift and say the nicest things. And it, I mean, have I had to... My, my tongue oh my gosh yes 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 but i just want to make people feel good isn't that what this life's about why are we such buzzkills? why are we such meanies i don't know like why can't we just love everyone who cares what someone wants to do with their life it's not affecting you who cares what someone wants to be called it's not a you know i mean i'm just like whatever interesting sound like
1: it, sound like it. <laughs> and even if you did it didn't matter there's no judgment of course on here so it sounds like one of your triggers is seeing other people who are in a vulnerable situation being picked on by somebody who's in a power situation
0: yes oh yeah that's hmm. funny considering the world
1: so what do you yeah. mean considering the world
0: well i mean just just politically and everything too it's just it just seems like it's been a, a big theme. I mean, the hashtag Me mm-hmm. Too movement really has changed so much. To be honest with you, it shocks me. I didn't know that we would ever see any of that sort of stuff come to life. I mean, I, I think that I don't know a single woman. I don't know a single woman who hasn't dealt with that to some Mm -hmm. degree. Some more than others, of course, but shoot, I, I don't know many women under age who didn't have older men be nasty or Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, so yeah. So I, I'm just, I'm just glad that there's just, I do feel like there's change in Mm -hmm. the world and that's, A beautiful thing, is it changed? No, but just the fact that there's any sort of momentum toward that is something.
1: See, there's a sense of relief—at least some relief—that there's a tendency toward evening the playing field. Let's just say.
0: That's the hope. Mm -hmm. That's the hope. You know, I mean, like you, like when this first started coming out, I was like, Mm -hmm. "Oh God," because this is what happens. Like a woman says something, because I'm quiet. I don't really raise trouble. That's a whole other issue. I don't really care about myself mm. as much. I am really kind of, mm. I can take it, but I, I don't really care so much about what people say about me. I care more about what they say mm. about others, but like, Typically, when a woman speaks up, I was like, oh, I don't even remember who it was or whatever. I was like, oh, when that came out, I was like, oh, I'm so worried for her. She's probably going to lose all of her jobs. She's never going to get hired anywhere again. And that's the first thing I used to no. think was, oh, she's, she just screwed herself. Fudge, you know? But I did. Thankfully, you know, it seems like, you know, women are being believed sure. more.
1: The tide that's is a turning. Thing.
0: I can't believe we're talking about this. I don't even know how we got on this subject.
1: It's,
0: yeah, I never really It's used okay. It.
1: That's again, that's the beauty of this discussion. It is centered on what you'd like to talk about. So.
0: Now, I I don't I I I don't I'm I'm like a woman's woman. Like I feel like too that hopefully through this that there's going to be more of a shift toward women. Like we talked mm-hmm. about Rebecca I love Rebecca. Oh my God. You know why? Because she is so freaking funny and she's so smart and she is so supportive. And that is so amazing to me. I mean, she's just, she's such, she's a good person in that regard. I mean, does she get, does she, does she get upset? Yeah, sure. Okay. But like, She's given me some amazing advice. I completely would trust her with whatever, and I and, and like like Julianne too. Like I value that so much. Like women who support other women and raise each other up. Ugh. And I, I think I think we do. I I I believe or I feel like we do that a lot in the horror mm-hmm. community too. I mean, I know that some people have talked about it being more like cutthroat or something, but I I think I've felt kind of the opposite you know I mean I I, there's plenty of room for everybody anyway all to do different
1: things and it goes back to again what you're saying about community and the importance of community and raising each other up
0: yes and you know what like it's it's such a beautiful thing actually because I did Baba, because Mm -hmm. of Rebecca, because actually she messaged me and was like, hey, you want to do I was like, "Okay," (laughs) because she (laughs) because she said something about I was Mm -hmm. like, sure, whatever. Like, you know, trusted her. I mean, wish, wish. Right. Totally. Like, she's 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 good and she's hot, too. And she's just just the funniest person. Sorry, I just can't get over it. Like, have you heard the good moose? I love her so much.
1: <laughs> don't be sorry. sorry.
0: If you don't yes. know who Rebecca is, she did this post, and I, I, I was like, that is
1: wow. amazing. So you're clearly influenced that is by all. that. Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like women who will like do her- whatever they want, put themselves out there, and whatever people, you know. I mean, like, yeah, do what you.
1: Live yeah. Be yeah. Free. It's inspirational to you.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Totally. What about to you? Is it inspirational to you?
1: Uh, that's a great my. question that I'm not going to have time to answer today because it's, you know, my show. So. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> yes. You're like, no, no, no,
1: no, no. Well, I think, yes, if anybody's <laughs> listening or viewing this, obviously reference to Becca Reinhardt and also Julianne Prescott is who you also made the reference to as well. So, yeah. you know, again, it's all about that support. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess the question I have for you, though, and you're right, we are almost out of time, is so you have this sense of wanting to be the protector. You have the sense of supporting mm-hmm. your, especially women who are out there in the community. You're giving back to the community. How do you maintain your own psychological energy and emotional energy in all of this? Because that's a lot to be focused on and worried about.
0: You know, I, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that I have a really strong family life like I am super grounded and the reality is if everything else in my life just poops out I still have my family and nothing else matters F ever F everything else if I, I I truly believe that if you have one person just one person in your life that is with you and loves you and supports you and you're a team that's all you have to have. That's all you. That's all you really have to have. It's better to. Ha- it's great to have more, but as as long as you have that, you know, you and that person against the world, I think you know you can do anything. I, I read an article about Nicole Kidman one time saying something to the effect of that too. I don't know which. I think it's her current husband that she's with. I don't know who she's married to. I'm sorry, some country singer or something. She said basically, if he hadn't been there. She would have fallen apart. She would have had all. And I c- could absolutely see that. I mean, this is no gold Kidman. I mean, she's done all of this stuff. But even she, of course, you know, the more you you're, you put yourself out there, the more you're going to get back, sure. good or bad, both, probably. Um, but I think if you have just that solid foundation, and it doesn't have to be a lover. It can be a, a, a child. It could be, you know, shoot, it could be your dog. For You know, it could, it's just just... Knowing that that making that your your focus, I think, absolutely helps. And because I, if I were to focus on fully, like, oh, am I am I working on the right projects? Am I making the right movies? And am, am I doing enough? I th- I think I would go. I I, oof, I think it would just drive me off the rails. So that being a secondary <laughs> helps big time. Helps big time it doesn't mean that I don't want to do more or I don't want to do bigger and better projects or that I am not already thinking about my next thing that I'm going to direct because of course I am I'm like oh. but but that that core you' just staying grounded in that core I think it does a lot of things for you I think it boosts your confidence in every way because people are gonna put you down when you're out there they're gonna be like oh you're you're a you're a whore because you're you know in a bikini or you're or you're you're ugly or you're you've got a big nose or you've got a huge forehead which totally i do have a huge forehead that's okay i'm okay with that because
1: Hmm.
0: i know that i'm loved
1: yeah that is for somebody who's uh, saying that they're not romantic in any way it's interesting about that connection there.
0: If I were to tell you what my favorite horror movie of all time is, or my my favorite movie of all time is Dracula, and I mean hands down, it is an absolute masterpiece. Because hello, not only do you have the vampire, which is my favorite, well,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> hello, uh, my favorite, but you he he changes into his werewolf form, which is beautiful, but the bat is. <laughs> Oh, But if it's not the most romantic story in the... I've crossed mm-hmm. oceans of time. Yeah, you're right. You. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I just have a different... I, I feel like romance needs to be grounded in reality. And I think a lot of times those sorts of movies... Mm-hmm. all Dracula included, just aren't grounded in any sort of reality. I think we romanticize relationships. We romanticize marriage. We romanticize all of that. And then I think in some way it yeah. affects our current relationships if we're looking at that and being like, well, you're not like that. Well, duh, because he's a person or she's a person right. or whatever. Well, you know? well, I think I you know,
1: mean, the theme that I'm hearing you know, from you is for your own sanity and saving your psychological energy. And as you're, you know, you'd like to use the, the visualization of a battery, right? Your battery can be drained. It is drained every day. You're saying that it only mm-hmm. goes down to a certain point because you have a stability of what you believe in that's grounded. So you're not gonna be totally drained. And then I'm also hearing you saying about that when mm-hmm. it comes to romanticizing, there's gotta be a stability and grounding in reality. So it's a pretty consistent theme there, Crystal. Yeah,
0: Yeah, mm. that's so true, yeah. But, I mean, I do see it. I see it all the time with sure. people who are unhappy in relationships. They're like, oh, well, he doesn't do that," And I'm like,
1: mm. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, what do you do? Are you do, are you <laughs> acting like that movie too? Because I think you're probably not. Great
1: point. You're right. <laughs> people looking within themselves. So, yeah. I know we're out of time, so I'm going to ask you one last question. What do you want people to walk away okay. with after listening to you or viewing you? What do they want? What do you want people to know about you or, or think about you after this discussion today?
0: Wow. Well, I didn't plan on getting into all of this. I feel like I went really deep. <laughs> You're very good at this. You're really good at this, Mark. I don't well, know <laughs> if I like that, though. No, for the but. Um, actually, I just if 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 people could take anything away today, I would just hope that they, you know, find themselves and find confidence within themselves to, you know, be confident enough to deal with what's out there. And if you can do that, I think I think you I think your life will just <laughs> uh, you'd be like, oh no, Everything else can kind of roll off your back because if I've had so much hate and it's okay. And I know that so many other women out there have too. And I, and men too. Sorry. Okay. I know. I, okay. I, I, I I'm, I'm only focusing on the women because I feel like women need that focus right sure. now. But you know, none of that matters. All that matters is that you can be happy with yourself and happy in your home, you know, and and if you can do that, you are far better than most of the that population. So
1: no, sounds and simple. It, and not. it goes back to the message of grounding <laughs> and being centered with yourself before you can even attempt to navigate the world. So very well said, Crystal. So, oh.
0: Yeah, oh, but, yeah you, you did a good job of putting that <laughs> vocalizing that hey, for well, me. well, listen, it's, 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 all, it's all from
1: within you. It's in your, your brain there, so appreciate that. But I do wanna thank you for being on the show today. It was great to have this conversation. My oh, pleasure. Thank
0: you for having me. Yeah, I loved it. Like, I, I think I just made breakthroughs That's for it. myself, too. To
1: well, there you this. go. This yeah. doesn't mean we can't talk I'm at like, some other ah, point about all yeah. that. So it's great. And thank, so thanks for being willing to go on the journey with us uh, today. So, uh, yeah. Thank my, you so
0: much for having me. I loved you, it. Christa, You're awesome. That.
1: All right. So thanks. Uh, I want to thank all the viewers thanks. and listeners <laughs> as well out there for tuning into Brain Burrow. And on behalf of Crystal Cleveland, this is Mark D. Valenti, and have a fantastic day. Bye.
0: You just dug deep with Mark D. Do you want more? Follow Mark on Instagram at Valentihorror and subscribe to the Brain Burrow podcast.